Hello, and welcome to Inspired Caregiver. My name is Michelle. I created this podcast because I was the primary family caregiver for both of my grandmothers for a collective seven years, which meant I handled everything from car keys to managing their households, dealing with all this stuff, and then ultimately end-of-life care. And I've worked in senior living as a result of that experience for over seven years. So this podcast is designed to share with you insights, tips, tricks, and inspiration through those experiences. And I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Inspired Caregiver. Hello, my friends. How are you doing? I feel like we are finally turning a corner here. I don't know if you heard my last episode, but my father-in-law passed away. So the last few weeks have been quite a roller coaster. Today, I wanted to talk about the households full of stuff. We've just inherited our third full house of someone else's lifetime of items. When I bring this up in presentations, people wince because they know. They have experienced walking to a house full of stuff that someone else has left behind. And we've done this three times and I still don't feel like I have the right formula for the right or best way to handle this, but I definitely have some thoughts on the subject. None of our scenarios have involved the people alive and really helping us deal with the stuff in a massive way. Like they did not help empty their house. Um, I have this fantasy that it would make it easier for us. I will say my dad and stepmom moved out of their home into a CCRC, Continuing Care Retirement Community, which means they have independent living all the way um, through skilled nursing. And it was pretty brutal, I think, for my sister and the California contingencies to help them with it. But they had a plan and executed it and ultimately um, didn't have a whole household full of items that they had to manage. So in my mind, if they are going through it with you, um, they can help you understand what is important, what can be sold, and then take care of it. And like you can support them in their endeavors to take care of it. But even at that, just because something is important to them, it may not be important to you or anyone else in your family. What felt like a sentimental item to them may have no meaning for you. We have a great aunt who did a needlepoint of a lighthouse and she is deceased, and it brought her so much joy to complete that project and then give that gift to my mother-in-law, who was delighted to receive it. But at this point, that has been the life cycle of that item. So as someone is going through their stuff with you, um, I mean, it's a sensitive space to not look at something and feel like... Uh, yeah, that's trash. I don't want that lighthouse needlepoint, but at least you're able to hear a story about it and then make a decision if it's something that you want to keep. 
my gosh, there are so many quilts and afghans. Again, these were like hobbies and pastimes and sometimes out of necessity for previous generation, but um, out of necessity, like they had these old scraps and they made these beautiful quilts. Um, and maybe they needed actual blankets for their beds. But that doesn't mean that you need to integrate or use them. The other thing is, and you know this about your own house too, you know how much you've paid for something. And if you have a collection, you know how long it's taken to complete that collection. Um, and where you, you know, obtained each item from, but the perceived value of things may be elevated from the current actual value. My grandma had a collection of Norman Rockwell collector's plates and like Little Orphan Annie and Little Bo Peep. She paid like $75 for each of them and was told by the company that they would um, potentially appreciate up to $225. So we had this whole collection of plates and ultimately we couldn't even sell them on eBay. No local antique shop was willing to consign them or even have them donated to their antique store. And so they all went to a donation site. So those collections of things that we think potentially have value may, I don't know, that's not my area of expertise, but there's a chance that they actually don't. And we did try going through things with my father-in-law, but it was really a struggle. It just, it felt like there were so many strings attached with, with each item. Um, he did give us a couple things over time that we thought we wanted, and then we changed our mind on them and ended up donating them. Oh my gosh. And then he would ask about them. And we obviously felt terrible because we no longer had it. It's like, you know, di old digital camera is the, the item that comes to mind. So we just felt bad. And anytime we would try to make progress on cleaning out an area with him, we didn't really make any progress. It was mostly standing there talking about how much stuff there was, <laughs> the desire to get rid of it, or just to find a place where it could be of use to someone else. So like I said, I have this idea in my head that it would be easier going through it with the person but I think they have to be in the right mindset to actually make progress um, for that to be of value. And what was this was consistent with each person. Once they moved to assisted living, we would kind of push some stuff around and maybe start cleaning out or consolidating areas. Um, but then our confidence would be shaken because they would ask for something from the house. So then we'd just pump the brakes again. And um, this happened with both of my grandmothers. One specifically, I remember having the conversation. She was asking for something back at the house um, that was in the back bedroom closet on the second shelf down on the right that she wanted. And I don't even remember what the thing was, but she wanted us to go get that and bring it to her. And like the closet was empty. We were, we had moved into the house with her blessing and she sold us the house and um, we were painting it to be our baby's room. So that closet was empty. 
Oh, um, our, our pact in general from any of the family members was just anytime they felt like they were ready to get rid of something and they would bring it over to our house, we would just accept it and store it, just tuck it away. So at this current house, after like 58 passes through the house, going through every drawer, box, closet, I have a few thoughts that are coming to mind. Um, and this is for your family members' belongings and yours. I mean, really, think about what you have in your own house and keep in mind, at some point, someone is going through all of your stuff. Are those things you want people to find? Because it's in your house, right? So at some point, uh, it will all be out there. One of the things that I really feel strongly about is asking people in the same generation if they want anything. Because once the stuff is gone, it is gone. I, it's too, you can't get it back. So more than likely, they are also trying to get rid of stuff too. But there might be something in the house that they would like to have. So keep that in mind as you start this process. Don't um, forget about them. I think one of the harder things for me has been the jewelry because I can't tell what is costume jewelry and what is real. Thank goodness we have a friend who buys jewelry and was able to help us with this. But it would have been really helpful just to have items set aside that we knew we could potentially sell, like what, what was you know, invested in as a jewelry piece. Okay, people, use your gift cards. You keep getting gift cards, use them. Catalog them, tuck them away in your car, keep a list on your phone. Do what you have to do to use those gift cards. We found a Borders gift card, um, and the store doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> so no books for us. We found multiple coffee house gift cards that have numbers on them that are just no longer even valid. They couldn't even be looked up. So if, if you don't want the gift card, give the gift card to someone else that might. Throw expired things away. Spices, condiments, medicines, makeup. If there's an expiration date on it or you know you have had it for a really long time and you're just not using it, Oh my gosh, be willing to throw it away. Um, if something's expired, just make sure it's a reasonable date range for you to want to hold on to it. Those things just are not worth keeping around. Collections. Many of us are collectors and the collections are valuable to the person that hunted for those treasures and collected them. And potentially there's a buyer out there who would find value in the collection, but the snow babies, keychains, coffee mugs, miniatures, Longenberger baskets, those things were collected for their pleasure and joy, not ours. So I do not have a single moment of guilt about handing them off to someone else. Um, if you donate, something like that, just trust that they will make their way into the hands of someone who will delight in them. So don't get too tied up or tied down by those collections. They were not meant to be a burden on you. 
pictures, photographs, obviously we're in a digital space right now, but um, pictures, especially of scenery, no one cares about those, but the person who took the picture, it's okay to toss it. And if you don't know the people that are in the picture, you don't have to store it. It's okay. You can toss those too. Remember to ask that same generation of people if they would like to look through the pictures because maybe there's something um, that would be special to them. Half bottles of lotions that have been stored forever and are, they're just not doing you any favors. All those bath and body work lotions. Um, uh, I mean, I just, it feels like hundreds, hundreds of those little bottles. <laughs> or uh, donated or tossed. I had someone who collected those items to donate to a specific organization. And um, I just, you know, consider when you bring a new scent into your home, maybe get rid of the third oldest one. You don't need to keep all of them. They just don't hold their um, scent. It gets kind of funky after a period of time. So again, maybe there's someone you can donate them to, but just don't feel like you have to store those forever. It's clutter. It's mind clutter for you. Um, this is really funny. There are nail clippers in the house somewhere. They may all be jammed into a single cup somewhere, but there are nail clippers in your house. I, I just am stunned by the amount of duplicate items that we would come across. So, Search your house for things before going out and buying something else. Okay, as a reminder, sentimental items are sentimental to the person who had the attachment to them. They are not designed to burn in the following generations. Even if it's my own sentimental stuff that I'm talking about here, I have to decide if that one moment of looking at something and going, aww, is worth the weight of storing it. I have boxes in my basement of stuff from when I was at summer camp as a little girl. And it's time to get rid of that stuff. Nobody cares. I, I don't even care. I, it's just time to get rid of it. So just an overview, so much of what is in our homes is there because it was initially bought to spark a fond memory, like, you know, a coffee mug from a vacation. It was there to bring us joy or to serve a purpose. We brought it into our home because we had a special project we were working on or something we were doing. And so we brought that item into our home. And there's a lot of stuff that just keeps getting handed down generation to generation just because the previous generation has passed away. And it's, it's just weighing us down. So in addition to asking that same generation if there's anything they want, ask your kids. Ask if there is anything that they want out of your house. The odds are the answer is no. Um. And if you were in the middle of this with your family members, many blessings to you. This is very hard. It's quite an emotional journey to be going through someone else's stuff. I highly recommend just taking a look around your own home and start the process now. 
chipping away at it now will ultimately bring more peace all the way around in the long run. Those are my initial thoughts on the house and all this stuff. And this is one of the longest episodes I've recorded, (laughs) which doesn't surprise me. But it's important and it's the time is now. Just start going through it. You are doing a great job. Keep up the good work. I see you and I hear you. And I look forward to reconnecting with you next week. I love you. Bye. Thank you.